0: Ready for some idiots talking about shit. Here is Justin, Tony, Dustin, Andy, and maybe Upside Down Tommy. It's Back Talk.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Back Talk. I'm Andy, as always. We've got two of us here this week, missing one of them. My understanding on Justin missing this week is he's dressed up like a cow. Telling people to eat more chicken. That's just my understanding. When he when we see him again, we'll uh, we'll have to ask him about that. But I heard he's dressed up like a cow, asking people to eat more chicken.
2: Dustin, is that what you heard? That's pretty much what I heard. But I think he's I think he's trying to take photos of that as well. We'll have to get some photos of it. Uh, hopefully,
1: it's not like a stripping cow type of gig he's got going. Oh, I'm really
2: not sure what's going on. Or if he's trying he's, to milk himself. <laughs> he's dressed up like a cow. He's trying to sign his own tits. Oh, what's so... <laughs> that <laughs> He's practicing. T-
1: Tony, did you hear anything different? Because I mean, none of us know what's going on.
3: No, I haven't heard anything different. I just think, yeah, it's a, all I hear was a photo shoot and, you know, Chick-fil-A. So who knows what's going to happen.
1: <laughs> I just hope he's not milking himself. That's all. Uh... That'd be, that'd be odd. And hopefully it's not, you know, if he's trying to milk himself, it's not with children. That'd be weird. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have to ask him when he comes back, but welcome everybody. Thanks for joining us once again. Uh, you know, I, I, as of recording, we just had Father's Day yesterday. Um, had a good day with the kids. Uh, didn't do much. Sat at home. Fired up a smoker. Smoked prime rib. Uh, had a good dinner. Sat outside. Drank some beers. That kind of stuff. Um But let's get this party started as always. Tits up, everybody. This week we're gonna taste colors. We're 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 ta- we're drinking colors. Um, Boy, yeah. The whole reason we're drinking colors is there's been so much messed up shit. We'll get into it here in a minute. But the whole world of the stuff we talk about um is going bananas, right? It's um, so we're drinking colors, tasting colors, because I feel like I should be getting high. No, I don't do that stuff, so I might as well drink, drink to colors, you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, Father's Day yesterday, uh, Dustin, uh, what'd you do yesterday, buddy? And how's your week been?
2: I just spent time with my dad, went on the golf course in hundred degree heat. That was kind of fun. And then just spent time with, uh, nieces and nephews and brothers and, and uh, In laws, too. Just spent some time for Father's Day with our, fa- our f- friends and family. And I don't have any kids, but I got a fur baby. So, but. Uh, so that makes I you mean, a dad.
1: So, yeah. Yeah. You
2: know. I mean, it was a good day. I mean, hit the golf course, had some fun with that, tried out a new golf ball, and went pretty good. Sweet. Other than that, didn't do much. What'd you shoot? What'd you shoot? In 9 of 44. It's not bad. With a new golf ball so i was actually happy with it
1: there you go there you go tony and nine would probably shoot a 63.
3: and nine yeah we got no we're not that high
2: well that was the second round the first round wasn't very good (laughs) we got a nine hole course we golfed 18 but that was up in the that was in mid 50s that one wasn't very, very good
1: well that's tony tony's 55 60 sometimes 90 on
0: nine.
1: No. No. I don't know. He's usually a triple-digit 18-holer. Not yesterday. Oh, Oh, you you golfed yesterday, too. Did you play yesterday? So tell us about your round yesterday.
3: Yeah, me and Marcus played. Luckily, it wasn't, you know, 100 degrees. It was only 80s here yesterday, so it was actually nice to play. So he took me out, paid for my round of golf, and got his ass whooped. You know, that's... What I got to do, he'll, he'll blame it on his clubs and he needs a new driver, but yeah, he can't swing any club anyway. So, you know, I didn't, didn't get into the hundreds. Hey, you know, at least I got the 97. So, Hey, it's, a, it's an improvement. So he's saying he needs
2: new clubs. What clubs? Does he hit with? Oh, he always says he needs new clubs. Everybody needs new clubs. I mean, what do you guys hit for clubs? I picture you guys being a uh, Callaway kind of people.
1: I've got a full bag of Callaway Rogue from Driver on through Irons. And then nice. I've got a Spider Putter.
2: Nice. That's what I need. I need a new putter, but I like my old trusty putter. I love How the Spider.
1: You? Man, I, I used to have that just like the flathead, you know, mallet type putter. I mean. And I, I went to the Spider and I love it. Love the Spider Putter. So, um yeah, so everything for a three wood, driver, everything's Callaway Rogue.
2: Nice. Um, yeah. How about you, Tony?
1: I use a
3: Cobra driver and three wood, and then I have Titleist irons and a Odyssey putter.
1: I'm a little nice. mixture. Yeah, the only thing I'm that a... I don't have that's Callaway, other than the putter, is my, you know, a couple of my wedges. But um, I have one Cleveland wedge, and I think the other one's a Nike so i mean I, I honestly the only reason i'm in even in the callaways now is when i needed a new set of clubs nike was out of golf i used to play nike clubs love nike clubs um still hold on to the old slingshots i've still got them um sometimes i feel as though i should play them but they're a little bit on the less forgiving side but i used to i used to really smoke those clubs
2: Yeah, I I actually still golf Nike. I bought a, it was a new set to me, but a used set from Second Swing. But uh, the Nike Vapors, I started hitting them great. And then I bought a used driver, Nike driver, the Vapor driver, this fly, I think, one. But the guy at Second Swing's like, well, you picked a good one. I'm like, why? He goes, $300 shaft on this club. So I'm like, sweet.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's my old, that's my old Nike, my old driver. I had the, uh, um, I had a Nike. Oh hell, wasn't the square, Sasquatch. No, the yellow one. No, no, no. It was pretty much before that too, but it's got a Fukuyama, uh, or something like that, uh, shaft on it. It was pretty badass.
2: Yeah, this one's like Kaiyashi. I can't pronounce mm-hmm. it. It's Japan, but I actually looked it up because I was like, no way, this shafts three hundred bucks. I bought the club for two hundred, but yeah, brand new. The shafts three hundred bucks, and I can hit go. the ball pretty good with it, but. There you go. I, I, I know eventually I'm gonna to have to get away from the Nikes. I just don't know what I'll go to But you know to me, it's more of uh, the operator not the club doing the work So if you get used a lot to of it of a
1: lot of it is but the new technology that they're putting into and the way they're weighted the, the clubs yeah. are now weighted um, Are really a lot more for us amateurs um, a better yeah. club, right?
2: Um, yeah, I upgraded from my ignites and then uh, I had the uh, old sasquatch the yellow one and and we bought this other driver and i, I realized i needed to upgrade the driver for sure <laughs> that yeah. changed my driving game for, for for good for a while now hopefully it stays that way
1: i don't know if tony's sleeping or if he's frozen but you know it looked like he nope, was
2: sleeping you were frozen for a moment
1: no not not <laughs> we were talking we were having a conversation but so tony what else did you do other than uh you know, play some golf with your kid for Father's Day last week. Did you make your your woman uh, call you daddy or anything? No,
3: didn't do anything like that. Uh, we had to get a hot water heater replaced, so we did that Friday. That was fun. Nice to deal. With. So yeah, I I
0: some maintenance. Seven, eight shit. Eight on Friday.
1: We had some maintenance shit we had to do too. I had to put a new solenoid in the in the Buick Encore. Uh, this week that was fun and pretty easy job though really i mean it was three snaps and boom it's out and three snaps boom back in um car so it was start. a lot
2: easier than the starter
1: oh my god forget yeah <laughs> it, well, you know it's funny the buick encore you open the hood very much there it's really a three-cylinder car right um uh but drives like champ and the uh the gas is, is pretty good and you know it's got a you got a little pick up and go for a three cylinder. I mean, um, and it, it's smaller. Got to drive that one around now. I can't drive the GMC around right now because that's just that's a guzzler. It's killing us on gas because the gas right now. I don't know about you guys, but the gas is absolutely destroying me. Um, for those that don't know out there, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a driver for my, my day job, right? Um, and it just kills me for for the amount of gas now um used to be able to out, go out and make make a, a good day and come home and you know i have a have an awesome week and now now it's almost like i'm putting half of what i'm making into the gas tank so uh mm-hmm. it's hurting us uh 525 well, is gas you guys are
2: yeah
1: it, yeah it hit 525 last week it did come down a little i haven't checked it today but
3: uh yeah, about 506 somewhere in that area 515 some places
2: yeah when i filled up yesterday afternoon evening coming back into town we were at 479 so we're not as bad as you guys but we're also rural, <laughs> pretty rural down here in the rocks and cows area of our state
1: no i mean i was rolling rolling cash when when it was down in the three dollar area gas and <laughs> Now, now it's just stupid you know a hundred dollars gmc is a hundred dollars or more to
2: to fill it on a 20 gallon yeah. tank and so it adds up uh, pretty quick Yeah.
1: so that's killing us and and so i don't know where this is going um i know nobody's doing us any favors and Jeez. you know and no. that, that has any type of control over this is doing us no favors so
2: it got to the point where last Thursday we were going to get ready at our local track, and uh, we got there doing some stuff, and we're all like, "What's that smell?" We could smell gas, and so we thought maybe one of our trucks, we spilled some gas or whatever. We walked around, and somebody actually went underneath our one of our push trucks and drilled out our gas tank, the gas tank in it, and took what they could, and just left the rest spill on the ground. So, it wasn't a fun find there, you know. But the way crazy. gas yeah, prices yeah. is, you got to half take a gas in there. That's a lot of money.
1: That's right. I mean, you, it, it, it's a joke, of course. You see the the TikToks or the Facebook Reels out there, with the the guy walks into the you know liquor store and he's like, "Hey, I need the special one or whatever," and he gives him a case of beer. He's like, "No, I need the real special one," and he holds out a sack and it looks like like a dime bag, right? And it's got some yeah. gas in it. <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, hey, I got this one for you." You know, like this, <laughs> it's so terrible. There's a the baby formula on the. Uh, on the shelves, uh, you know, I had a, a job the other day. I had to pick up. I actually had to pick up baby formula for somebody. Went into the store. Went back to the baby formula. Sh- shelves are half empty, and they have signs on the shelf for this particular formula. See cashier. No, you, you got to go buy the fucking formula from the cashier because they're holding it. So people aren't stealing it. They're not what I mean. It's, it's just. Yeah
2: stupid it's actually behind glass cases around our area they got yeah, you gotta you gotta find somebody and you know that's a headache they got razor bl- I mean when bought razor blades a couple weeks ago it may not look like it but uh I had to go find somebody to get razor blades it's like I can't mm-hmm. just grab a razor blade off the shelf and go pay for it and walk out the door this is weird you know it's no the because you living. can't no. take
1: your razor blade and cut open the butt the the fucking packages on other shit
2: and steal the shit that's that's
1: why you can't get a razor
2: blade yeah it's very true i mean it's sad how what world we're living in right now i mean i mean it's down to the point where the place i work at where uh they're talking about going to four ten hour days and we're all excited about it but you know because they're trying to help us out you know save gas because we all drive most of us drive a half an hour 45 minutes every day mm. so we're thankful they're trying that and i mean they're giving us like incentives if we do so well at work that they're giving away 50 dollars gas gift cards which may not seem like a lot but it goes a long ways to help out pay for your gas bills
1: well that's pretty good because i know a place yeah. I, I i know a place that, that, that bringing it they bringing in a bunch of money let's just say this place is bringing in a bunch of money okay and they put out a project that cost them a bunch of money. They did a project that, that cost millions and millions of dollars. So their board decided to cap all employees at a 3% raise this year with 9% inflation. And their reason was because we have to pay for the project. Now, how is that the employees' problem? Right. Yep. They didn't decide exactly. to spend the money on the project, but that right. that that was their reasoning. We're gonna we're gonna cap everybody everybody at three percent, and not and, and you know we got nine percent inflation, but everybody's getting three percent raise because we have to pay for our project. I can't understand that one again that's again why we're we got to drink colors because i don't know i i I don't know what else to do because some of this shit that i hear is absolutely fucking ridiculous so there's so much going on i don't know where you guys want to start we got a ton of stuff to get into um we got emails uh from let's i think we should start with some emails what do you think let's do it let's do some emails that's a good starting All
3: right, point. Let's do that.
1: Because we had uh, had a couple fly in this week, and uh, of course we got a couple from our President Cockhair.
2: President Cockhair. go again. Figure. He sent two, two. Two. Two emails two.
1: from President Cockair, and,
2: and we need to limit him to one. I know. <laughs> um.
1: Let's see. The first one that he writes, and uh, this message of the email is, "And now for a message from President Cockhair. And I don't know we're going to have to look up in the dictionary because he spells "cockhair as one word." I don't believe cockhair is one word.
2: Yeah. Don't I, would think say, so. I would say cockhair is two words. I played some Scrabble yesterday. I don't think we could have used that word as one word. No. <laughs> <laughs> so he, President
1: Conkert says, "Great job on the podcast. Had fun being special guest. Enjoyed everything y'all talked about before I got in the podcast." NASCAR is stupid. If you remember, we we talked about NASCAR yeah. and how they're they're becoming really a circus and almost ruining what the original point of racing was, right? Uh, so NASCAR is stupid with this stage racing. I miss the old days, just long races with no breaks unless a crash happening and cause a caution. Yes, back talk promote, promoted a wrestling event. It would get it would get booked better than WWE and AEW. I would be in attendance to watch. So, well, th- wouldn't he be in a match? We, yeah, we probably put President Cock like here he, uh, up in, in a match against uh, Vice President Tickledick.
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't think he'd be in attendance. I, he'd be in attendance in a way, but he'd be performing.
1: Correct. <laughs> Correct. Or in a handicap match against the four of us. Where yeah, we, we got to be, take, beat you gotta the hell take out down of the president. Got to yeah, take beat, down the president. Beat the hell out of Cock here. Um, ah. <laughs> uh, Don't really care about politics or who votes but or who who votes for who, but no politics do not belong in sports. If I missed anything, oops, my bad, it was a long podcast. So he agrees, politics don't belong in sports and entertainment. We talked about that in length last week, how you know it's not about particular politics that are being brought up in sports and entertainment we don't care about any of that we just don't want any politics on any side anywhere in our sports and entertainment Um, because it is it's taken away from our break from all that shit you know um, our our release is to you know watch a ball game or football game or whatever and not have to deal with that shit for a couple hours so um he agrees with that and also says it's a long podcast
2: And forgot shit. So let's go to his second email. Well, he said it was kind of a long one. I felt it was one of our shorter ones. Besides. I
1: I don't know. Maybe to him it was because he was on there. And when he was on there, it kind of got boring.
2: Yeah, he'd rather watch it. Maybe he'd rather watch that to listen to it.
1: (laughs) This one has no subject. No subject on this email. So to add to the wrestling part of the podcast, I agree. WWE sucks. I mean, Hell in a Cell pay-per-view and only one Hell in a Cell match. Same with Money in the Bank and Elimination Chamber. I think those match types should be a part of a big pay-per-view. Also agree with Money Guns about the 30-day title defense rule. Wish they would bring that back. Just took my son to see Jurassic World do- domination and I enjoyed it, but can agree with you all about it being about it messing with the storyline and genetic splicing, and all with that being the final email from President Cockhair. Remember, boys, tits up. So he apparently liked the Jurassic movie, which the guys who have seen it here, I have not seen it. I won't see it. Don't like it. Didn't like it. Um, We'll get into the wrestling stuff here in a minute. Uh, I think there's a lot to touch on on that subject, so we will get there. Um, But those are the two emails from President Cocker. And I gotta tell you something about President And I don't know about y'all, but I personally think we might have to think about an impeachment trial
2: (laughs) that could be an interesting one
1: (laughs) Uh, we might have to do an impeachment trial for president cock i
2: personally am a little disappointed
1: this past week he gets elected the president of the backpack comes on talks give him that 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 floor to say whatever he wants put me to sleep um but then the, the podcast comes out. President Cocker doesn't even share it with the world. That oh. isn't, his, isn't his job to, ha- to be recruiting?
2: Yeah. That might be Vice President Tickledick, too. Oh. Yeah.
1: Now, he wasn't a. Tickledick isn't official yet.
2: No, that's right, We haven't made that official yet.
1: No. no. But President oh, yeah, Cockhair he, is an official president of the Backpack.
2: Yeah, he should, uh, he should help us out and get it out, get us out to his followers and all that out in the world of... Of Cockhair. Social of Cockhair. His world of Cockhair. Yeah.
1: yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I mean, that, I think that needs to start a impeachment trial discussion. At
2: least. Well, maybe when he hears this, he's going to go share it out. We might have to see what he does this week. And then we might have to get the ball rolling as the week goes.
1: I mean, if you're going to be the president of the backpack, it's because you are considered the number one fan of back talk. So you need to be out there, you know, sharing it to the world and telling people they need to listen and getting people involved and recruiting people for the backpack
2: not emailing us twice but but sharing it don't you think he should be he should be building the backpack we shouldn't have to build the backpack he should be building it
1: right And, and the way he builds that is off of listening to the podcast finding out who's reaching out to us and and listening to what they have to say and um and selecting people off of that right Yeah,
0: not us saying, "Hey,
1: you know, we think this person should be in the backpack." I mean, our decision's final. Yeah, right. We make the final decision on who's in, who's out. But he should be the one listening and bringing to the chiefs in charge that you know this person should be involved. But how does he do that if he doesn't even share it?
3: Why don't even we have a? We don't even have a fan page yet. Come on, President. What the hell? Yeah, you where's the, the fan page? page?
1: <coughs> <laughs> right. I mean, there's there's nothing. I mean, what? It just he's going you know, the president. I'm President Cockair. I've got I'm here. Blah blah blah. You know. But I mean, is he afraid to tell everybody he's President cock
2: Uh huh. Yeah. Might be a little afraid. Might mm-hmm. Be, might be. I mean, he's His been, first he, act will probably be changing the name somehow. <laughs> well, he can't do that. I mean, it's got to go, no, it's gotta gotta go through. Point. It's got to go through, you know. It's got to go through the House and the Senate first. Yeah. I mean, and <laughs>
1: this house says no. <laughs> <laughs>
3: we might have to have a video, you know, him pledging his loyalty
2: to, you know. Yeah, should we have him do our his oath? We got to so do, yeah, do we, have to, oh. do
1: we have to do? We have to come up with an oath of backpackism. A backpackism. <laughs> yeah, I solemnly swear I will share weekly, and keep my <laughs> name, and promote my name. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even if he's not promoting his name, he needs to promote the
2: show. Yeah, he needs to promote the show, get us out there more.
1: So, highly disappointed. And then, yes, I do believe Tickle Dick did not do the same. So, um, man. See, here's the thing. I mean, every time it's shared, every time the podcast is shared on social media, I get a notification. So I know everybody who shares, even people I've never heard of before,
2: says, This person <laughs> shared it. All right. Yeah. I think so, I finally figured it out. yeah Tony just keeps sharing it back to the Facebook page well that's what I was doing too but I figured it out I can't do it on my phone I gotta do it on my computer make it work better
1: so I guess we'll we'll table the discussion on the impeachment trial till one we get to talk to um, the chicken pushing cow (laughs) Um, since he's not here today and we'll we'll have to wait and see what uh, President Conkert does this week with uh, with with his his intentions of being the president. of Batman. Yeah,
2: it's not just a free roll. We just we didn't put you there just so you had a name for for us to call. Right. You. We need you yeah. to do something I've prove got more- to us that you need to be on the be the president
1: i've got people i've never heard of that are sharing it they've never emailed us either so if you're out there sharing it make sure you email us so we can get in contact with you because if you're sharing it all the time and you're enjoying the show you might just be on the backpack and then if we have an impeachment trial you you may be able to uh you know run for yep. presidency so
3: you you might become president ball
2: here you never know <laughs> correct we might, have to, we might have to find some different names for these different people but
1: yeah i'm not i'm not sure why they all so far have to do with penises so um
2: because <laughs> they're all guys we got to get some women involved in this
1: oh well that that's true that's true um <laughs> uh, so anyway that's 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 brad or, or president uh Cockhairs, emails, and also why I'm a little bit disappointed in, in Mr. Mr. Cockhair. So uh, so you got
2: your challenge now, Cockhair. Show us why you belong at president. Right? I Might mean, be hell, the shortest term a president ever. We, we oh, got, back, we back got back.
1: comments. <laughs> we got comments that roll in. Um, and and uh, ratings that roll in. And all this other stuff i don't think cock hair's doing any of it oh man just because he had oh, to listen to the show twice and send us two emails
2: <laughs> well he's got his challenge now let's see what happens over the next week and next time we go we record this That's we'll see right. what happens because
1: after after that after last week he, he reached out to me like, i want to be on the show more well shit now you gotta earn it
2: we're watching you. <laughs> <laughs> Technology's amazing. We got another email from
1: Janelle. <laughs> and this subject from Janelle, Episode Eight Responses. I would enjoy seeing you guys put on a wrestling show. Probably be interesting that more interesting than what is on TV right now. And I agree. We have talked about this before. I think the minds that we have here that Watch Pro Wrestling can put on a better show than what they're getting giving us right now. And we're going to get into that in a minute. But thanks, Janelle. Appreciate that because it's definitely something on my mind. And we may have some announcements on that here in the coming weeks. So stay tuned on that and we'll, we'll, we'll see where we get to it. Um also Janelle goes on to say, I agree with the group. I do not think politics belong in sports. It's ruining the sport sporting events that we that we all love to watch. I know several people who have quit watching sports or going to sporting events because of the politics. And again, we I like I mentioned that like people stopped watching whatever, football or basketball or whatever. Um, and I did not. Uh, my point, my point behind that is, I'm not supporting the person that's that's bringing politics in to my arena in the sports. I am supporting the team, and that is whether that is Philadelphia Flyers, Phillies, uh, Indianapolis Colts, whatever it may be. I'm supporting that jersey, that insignia, and I'll rem- always remember that these people ain't going to be on my team forever. So I'm not, other than Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is the only one that I'm, I'm supporting as a player, and that just goes back to bleeding green for Michigan State. So. But that um, goes back
2: to, like you said, bleeding green at Michigan State. You're all you know, all, you're all mater and all that, and you knew yeah. him. I mean, or, you know. I mean, yeah, it's it's all for it. I mean, that's right. Yeah, bleeding so, bleeding the colors of your teams, your tasting colors or whatever colors you're drinking today. Yes. You know you, yes. I bleed purple. Blood purple gonna, my whole life.
1: I, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, see if I can taste some green right now.
2: Mm. No, you might have had, you might have had some Indianapolis blue in there. I yeah, tasted like victory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But so, you said it right, though. We're there to support our teams and the colors that they show. I mean, like, I got jerseys that don't have names on them. It's just a number just because I exactly. support
1: Exactly. I stopped buying jerseys with names on them. Uh, I used to be a jersey fanatic, you know. Oh, uh, me too. Hanging in. I, I I used to be a, and this, this goes back to Kirk Cousins again, uh, but I used to be a diehard uh I guess they're called the Commanders now. I can't say the other name, right? But I used to be a diehard Redskins fan. And because I say Redskins, because one, I was a season ticket holder of the team called the Redskins, and the jerseys I have say Redskins on them. Um, But I've got a Trotter jersey. I've got a McNabb jersey. um, And all these guys came and went, and it was... And so I stopped buying them. Um, I do have... A cousin's purple jersey though you have a purple cousin's jersey um no i won't be cutting it in half and making it a half colt's jersey um, because that is my cousin's jersey
2: <laughs> you could print now, your own print your own
1: <laughs> now if i could if i could cut it in half and, and make it half a michigan state jersey
2: that'd be cool um uh, but yeah that's a whole other topic of conversations, but we all bleed those colors and that we cheer for. Right. And so I, I'm not letting those
1: people that are bringing politics into my sporting arenas ruin my experience and what I, I enjoy. But I don't enjoy seeing it or hearing broadcasters talk about it or whatever during a sporting event because I am there to get away from the horse shit that's going on sometimes. Reality. Yeah. Janelle brings up a couple of topics for us, too. We may have to uh, think about these down the line, but, uh, or, or we can discuss a few of them now. I think more of them are, are really geared towards uh, Justin, so they may be, may be good for uh, the cowboy when he gets here uh, next, next time. But uh, do you have a favorite actor, actress that you like and have? You have to watch every movie they are in. Um, I'm going to have to say no because I don't know any of their names or what movies they're in. So, again, not a topic for me, but uh, a a good topic. Um, And also, is there any movies you have watched that you regret and never will watch again or don't recommend? And I'm going to have to say The Batman. I regret... I regret the hours it took me to watch that movie because I had to keep stopping it because it was so terrible. Probably 24 hours of my life that I'll never get back because that's...
2: So, with that, though, when they make the next one, are you going to watch it? No!
1: Unless you guys force me to because we're going to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) No, absolutely not. It's fucking terrible. So, everybody out there who hasn't seen Batman, don't fucking waste your time. It'll take you days to watch it. So thank you, Janelle, for your email. Appreciate that. Um, Keep it going. Keep it going. Keep hitting us up. Uh, Let us know what you like, what you dislike, and love the topics. I think the one topic is a great topic when um, Mr. Moo is on next podcast. Mr. Moo. That's a (laughs) perfect name for him. Mr. (laughs) Moo. <laughs> Next, ne- the last email is very, very interesting, it's our last email we'll go over this week. No boy. <clears throat> the subject line.
2: Uh, are you timing the email? No, got got <laughs> some messages coming
1: through. Oh,
2: okay, yeah, yeah.
1: That's Tommy, who should be here when we, we got a missing guy, but he's he's firing messages off.
2: I should just send him a message. Where are you, asshole?
1: <laughs> so subject to this email, I hear you'd like a stripper.
2: Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Hello.
1: You can call me Scarlet. Big fan of the show. Big fan of all of you. I've heard your talk about strippers, OnlyFans, etc. Well, I'm a stripper. I prefer the term exotic dancer, because I'm classy. But I, I digress. <clears throat> I'd love to put on a show for the four of you. I'd even perform as a gift, which is pretty nice of me. My services aren't cheap. So if we can work something out, I'd be game. I even have the perfect song. Let me know. Kisses. Scarlett.
2: <laughs> I do agree with her. We should call them exotic dancers because that's what they are. You know, we've we kind of stripper where it's kind of out of there, but.
1: Well, I mean, what, what consists of what's the difference between a stripper and an exotic dancer?
2: It's more of a classy term. It's more growing up this way, you know. Like well, what's sign exotic? Sign. I mean, they have
1: exotic birds, and the, those exotic birds typically come from the rainforest. So does this means she's a rainforest dancer.
2: We don't know until we see this.
1: But <laughs> it sounds like we're going to have a stripper
2: <laughs> on the show. So is this going to be for Tony's bachelor party on the show?
1: Oh. <laughs> well, well, when's that? Why are We having? To, we need to have Tony's bachelor party on we the show. Do. Oh, mean, we do. I mean, we're going to
2: have one with us. I mean, when's the so, wedding date? I don't you have one set yet. <laughs> no, it's uh, January 25th. So we got time. Well, we might have to do a bachelor party for Tony on the show.
1: We're going to have to have a bachelor party for Tony. On the show but i think we all we did you know somebody's willing to do this now we need to get this stuff
2: up oh yeah
1: so uh i think we're going i think we say uh, there's three of us which means there can't be a tie we might as well go ahead and vote now if we're gonna have a stripper on the show and i vote absolutely 100 percent yes
2: heck yeah let's do it tony might not Might not be video appropriate for YouTube.
1: (laughs) We might we might have to work that out or move the video. We'll figure something out. Um, (coughs) uh, Tony,
3: I mean, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, if she's wanting to lend us her services, you know, as a gift, I guess, since you know, she says she's very high dollars. So, I mean, yeah, I guess so. We've talked about it. Somebody stepped up to the challenge,
1: so yeah, I guess so. <laughs> well, that's that, that's three votes, even if Justin says, because he says no to signing tits. So even if even if Mr. Moose says no, he's outvoted. So, I think in the coming weeks, we're going to have a us- an exotic rainforest dancer exotic performer so speaking of that so have have you guys been to a strip club
2: oh yeah yeah
3: i've had some weird experiences but yes
1: oh okay so we need to hear about these
3: these weird I think we've experiences. all had
1: experience. <laughs> well experience,
0: i
3: mean, I, mean I almost I almost got kicked out my first 15 minutes of being there. So, and I really well, didn't you're do not... anything.
2: Go ahead, Tony. Sorry, <laughs> I didn't
3: mean to. Know I didn't do anything technically bad, you know. I didn't know what I was doing. I'm sitting there at the table. The girl on stage, you know, waves me over. I start walking up the stairs towards her, and the bouncer comes running at me. <laughs> and I just stop and turn around and going, okay, I'm sorry. She told me to go. He's like, not on stage. I'm like, got you. Okay. First timer." That's it. Sorry.
2: <laughs> so his first time at the strip club, he thought he was going to get on stage and have some fun. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he waved me up there. I didn't know what I was supposed to do. You're probably one of those that's been in a shower
1: show, too. No.
3: no. 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 I had a Polaroid, though. You got your picture taken? They took a Polaroid and they signed it.
2: Wow. So Dustin's yeah. raising
1: his hand he's been in a shower show
2: i haven't been in one but i've watched one there was well, actually at watched... a strip club up in minneapolis
1: so you've not taken part in one
2: no i'm not taking part Watch two girls in a shower together on stage it was pretty interesting
1: so there's this place there's this place and and, and um if mr moo was here he could probably talk more about it um i've not been there or seen this but i had a friend of mine who used to go and do it, and he used to go on his birthday all the time. Because if it's your birthday, or your your, your uh, bachelor party, whatever, there's a shower show. And they do bring you up on stage. Um, he got his ass beat up on stage once. But um, they do have a shower show where you get to be the soap hands. Nice. So, there's uh, there's that. But uh, Tony, you got other. Um, you have any other weird experience? You said you had multiple weird experiences. So, uh, well, the buddy I used to go with, um, he
3: stayed with us for a little bit. He always he was more of like a regular down there, I guess. So you know, there'd be some nights i wake up in the middle of the night. You know, a couple of troopers sitting in the living room. So, yeah.
1: Wow. You know, I mean.
3: No, no no, private shows at home or anything like that so, nothing know, like they that get, they just
1: they just went to your house and kept their clothes on yeah. they went to your house they, they went to your offended house and did, when you ask them that i mean you, so have you ever been in a yeah. situation where like uh like friend of yours or whatever had a or your buddy that you're talking about or whoever had had women over and they got naked in front of you? yeah but she wasn't
3: a stripper
2: she just got naked in front of him.
3: and she was very intoxicated. And they woke me up because you know it was like midnight. And I had to be at work at five a.m. They come in here and wake me up, and I'm like, "Dude, I don't care. Whatever you brought home." She has three holes, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" I get up. <laughs> oh Were you supposed there's three to... of us, and she has three holes. I'm like, Fuck. Were you supposed to fill one of them? I don't know what was going on. But she was very intoxicated, cause then she wanted to go home, and she's sitting out in the driveway trying to leave, and I'm trying to talk to her, you know, cause I'm sober, not to drive off. And she's like, "I'm fine." She's like, "I'm gonna sit here and have a cigarette, and I'm fine." I said, "No, you're fucking not." She's like, "Why?" I said, "Cause you're lighting your fucking chapstick."
2: <laughs> I think we've all been there. I'm fine to drive. I'm fine. <laughs>
1: What about what about you, Dustin? Any other uh, weird stories with with strippers or naked girls at your house?
2: Not my house, no. No. What about No, I n- I have never put up the poll. Oh, <laughs> but No, um... I we took a buddy for his bachelor party to a strip club and around us and they beat the crap out of him. He was bruised and everything. They actually the one girl climbed the pole all the way up to the top and let go and fell right on his junk. It right on his man. man. He was a sore unit for a long time.
1: I wonder if he got bent carrot.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I didn't never asked him. <laughs> never asked his <laughs> wife that, either.
1: That'd be really fucked up though if he didn't have bent carrot and that happened right before the wedding. And then wedding night, she found bent carrot.
2: I told him, I'm, all we said is hope you didn't have a chubby in there because that would have been really bad. He goes, oh, it's hurting. I'm like, oh, boy. That's what I'm saying. No, it, was a, it, was a, it was a weird experience for that because, I mean, like I said, they beat the crap out of him. They were whipping him with whips and doing a lot of things to him. I mean, he enjoyed it. He had fun with it. But he goes, I'll never do that again, and I'll never put a fence through that. I'm like, we didn't know this was going to happen. We just had <laughs> fun with it. <laughs> Beat I'm glad Scarlet's going to be
3: first, not in person, so.
2: Yeah.
1: Why, so she doesn't beat the hell out of you? Well, yeah.
2: We actually, I mean, one of my fun experiences at one was, there was a girl that actually stripped with fire. She had fire poles and stuff. She That's was cool. my fire girl.
1: That's cool. She didn't like light her nipples on fire or not
2: like that. No, she had poles and stuff. and. Or like, had
1: the fire tassels going on.
2: She said there's more to the show. It's just she was like a, a guest here mm-hmm. uh, at the strip club we were at. And so so I, I made sure I... I got a special dance from her. I went to the champagne room and had some fun. But Nice. So I've got a story. Cool, it, but... doesn't,
1: it doesn't involve a strip club or a stripper, but it involves a naked chick at my house. Um, back in the day when I played hockey, I was the captain of the team. We won the championship, and at my house we always had a party after, you know, the season end or championship. Well, we won the championship, so this one got a little out of hand. Um, one of the guys on the team brought over a girl he was trying to get with. Okay, if you hadn't got with her yet, he's trying to get with her. We're sitting there, we're playing... Um, playing cards Um, drinking games I guess or whatever next thing she knows she goes can I get naked far from me
2: to say no (laughs) I'd be questioning her sexuality if you said no (laughs) so
1: I'm like sure so she just gets naked and Sits there on the sofa, completely naked. She had her, her she had a clip pierced, showing everybody that. Uh, the party did get a little further out of hand. I could tell you, um, the team name, in a um, joking sense, uh, personal joke, so to be, so to speak. Um, team name became team orgy Um, there were multiple things and multiple people in the bathroom at the same time and now this naked chick that was on my sofa was also in the bathroom with two guys two guys at the same time in the bathroom and I'll tell you, neither one of them were the guy. Was the guy that brought her.
2: That's <laughs> usually <laughs> how that stuff works out. <laughs> um, she
1: was naked in there, uh, taking it and um, and and, t- and and doing a little little sucky sucky at the same time. Um, may have been in there with. Who's now my wife um, at the same time and <laughs> the guy that's getting the BJ Okay, the lights were off but everybody knew what was going on the guy who's getting the BJ goes or no the guy that, the guy that's fucking her the guy that's fucking her goes, "I can hear her sucking your dick <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. So, uh, my hockey team, who, which our name was Venom, because we were, you know, whatever. That was our team name, Venom. Um, our personal team name was Team Orgy after that night. And the poor guy that brought her sat on my recliner playing Xbox while all this was going on.
2: <laughs> was he playing Grand Theft Auto? No, <laughs> <laughs>
1: so I think he was playing like NHL by himself, and you know it was just uh, so that was that was uh, yes. Yeah, so that that night uh, happened, and then she ended up staying at the house. A lot of people stayed at the house, but she stayed in a bed with. One of the guys she was in the bathroom with, and um, in the morning, that guy who's my teammate busts into my bedroom. Me and my wife are in there just sleeping or whatever. He busts in our room, jumps on her bed, and goes, Please, can you go out there and tell her to put some clothes on? <laughs> Still have no clothes on. Um that that's what they my were
2: doing, he didn't need on.
1: Yeah, that, that's my uh my story and, and for, cool. the, for those of you who don't know, this is pretty much how a hockey team will operate. So <laughs> we're we're teammates teammates on the rink and teammates in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
1: so that 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 not a stripper story. story, but yeah, not a stripper story, but a. A story, nonetheless, and, and one that does not ever get forgotten. Because anytime I talk to any of the guys or, or we see each other or whatever, it's all we always talk about team orgies. So um, it's
2: always a good memory, right?
1: Yes, yes. That's that's one of them that'll be never be forgotten for sure. Um, but you know that that kind of brings me to another thought that I've had, and I I don't I don't know, and, and maybe you guys know or don't know, and maybe what we'll the Talk to this exotic dancer about um, this when when we have her on. But um, these girls that just like to get naked or whatever. All these OnlyFans pages, right? I've never been on the site, but from what I understand, OnlyFans is... You set up a profile. You can put whatever you want on there. Um, it, you know, nude pictures, whatever, videos, and to see it, if you want, if you want to see it, you have to subscribe to their page. Usually, somewhere around five dollars a month. So it costs you five dollars a month to see somebody stripping or fucking or whatever. It blows my mind that these things exist because you know, there's free porn everywhere anymore. When I was growing up to see porn, you had to watch the squiggly TV and hope you saw a nipple. But now, but
2: now it's Our like... I'm not Cinemax. Yeah, now, you, now it's like...
1: Now it's like, you know, there's free porn everywhere, right? You, you porn,
2: red tube... I don't, I don't know, but like... Well, Obviously, you know I'm. You're naming off a bunch of sites. I mean, go I on. didn't know if it was red,
1: <laughs> red tube, or red something. I've heard one called red something, but, um, and I've heard of you porn, right? Um, so, why would I pay a subscription to see one girl do whatever she's doing versus just going on one of these free? Porn sites and seeing whatever I want for as long as I want, and not pay a dime.
2: I huh. have no idea. <laughs> never been I mean, on OnlyFans myself. I mean, I never have. I mean, I've heard of it. I think everybody has heard of it. But, you know, I mean, some people have ways to spend their money that, you know, other people don't. I mean,
1: But even if you let's say there's four girls you're on there you're like oh i like these four girls or whatever right like what that's 20 bucks a month or whatever it costs yeah to see four girls titties first of all there's some um twitter accounts that you know these girls are just showing their tits all the time so if you just want to see pictures of tits you could do you go twitter But, like, if you want I guess they put up a video of them doing whatever, but, like, why would I pay if there's four hot girls to do it? And, like, when I could just go and spank off to a free fucking porn site.
2: Does anybody understand why somebody would pay for this? The only thing I can understand why somebody would pay for it is that, that if they get specially made videos for them, you know, whatever, but yeah. In my head, that's how it would work. But like I said, I've never been on it. I don't know if that's how that works. You know, so I don't I've know heard gonna Sally may and be like, Hey, I want to see you do this with your, you, you know, dildo, whatever. So I, 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 I have <laughs> heard of that.
1: Right. I, I've heard of that. Cause I, I had this discussion with my wife before before bringing it up on the podcast. I said this could be one of our topics because I don't understand it, right? And she goes, "Well, there's interaction. You can interact with the person." And I'm like, "Well, okay, but five dollars a month to fucking get a text message or a video for you when, I mean, like, if you go on some or of, of these porn, show. you go on some of these porn sites, right? They have they have live girls, some of." them.
2: Yeah, cams or whatever, yeah. Yeah,
1: so you can go into those, and then um, you could I guess you could pay for a private show there, too.
2: Yeah, you can, like, say, hey, I want to go private here. It's 20 bucks, and you go private for five minutes, 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then they so, do what you want or something. So, again, why
1: am I paying a subscription fee when I do the same shit on a free porn site? I don't get it. Anybody get it? I, like Tony, we, we I know might you we're need trying to that. say something here, But What you got, Tony? Stop freezing.
3: I think there's, you know, there might be some celebrities out there that you know kind of have an OnlyFans, so that might be why some guys, you know, go to their pages because you know there's something you can't see like on a porn site. So. So yes,
1: I have seen that aspect of it. There are. Um, Certain celebrities. I think one of them is the girl from the sideline, one of the sideline reporters in the NFL on one of the on one of the channels has an
0: OnlyFans.
1: (laughs) But here's the other thing. I've heard so I've listened to other radio shows, podcasts, whatever. I've heard girls talk about their OnlyFans and said, well, I don't really put up anything I don't put on Twitter. So I pay my subscription fee because I can't see anything until I pay my subscription fee. And I see nothing different?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we, we might need to get somebody to email us about like if they know about this and educate us on this.
1: Yeah, if you know about OnlyFans or if you've subscribed to an OnlyFans or if you have an OnlyFans. <coughs> yeah, hit us up. Uh, I am talking to um, somebody we know who likes to be upside down and might have a girlfriend that that maybe had one at one point. So, um, let us know. May.
3: What? Maybe Scarlett has an OnlyFans since she is an exotic dancer. So maybe that she can educate us.
2: Okay. Okay. There's I mean, I, like I said, I mean, it'd be good education on it and, you know, like to understand it more. I mean, I, like I said, I've heard of it, never been on the site just like you, Andy, but I mean, I, there's got to be more to that subscription than just that. I mean.
1: Yeah, I, when, I, cause I, I don't get it why I would, why somebody would pay a subscription when they get the same shit for free, maybe just not the same girl, whatever. It just doesn't make, it to me, it doesn't make sense. It's a waste of money. But I guess maybe there's fetish people out there, or whatever. If you have an OnlyFans or you subscribe to an OnlyFans, email us. Where, Dustin?
2: At backtalkus at gmail.com. That's B-A-C-C, talk, U-S, at gmail.com.
1: Right. Let us know if you have an OnlyFans page. Email, get with us.
2: I'd like to actually bring somebody
1: on as a guest. Um, to the podcast right. that has an OnlyFans, and and educate us, and educate everybody who listens to this podcast about the OnlyFans and why we should be a subscriber. So if you have an OnlyFans, get with us, hit us up, let's chat, let's 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 see, uh, tell us why, or if you want to come on and explain it, let us know that too at uh, bacctalkus at gmail dot Just let us know because I'm confused personally. Um, let's, let's, uh, let's get into some other shit. Um, you know, we've been talking over the weeks about wrestling and, and kind of started off, you know, Jim Cornette hates wrestling. Um, but then the, the landscape of the professional wrestling world has week by week, it has been changing and getting worse. And now, as as of this past week, there is so much news out there that is hurting the professional wrestling business. And I'll go over a couple of them right now. We got Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy was again pulled over. I believe this is his third um, DUI. Fourth effect. Fourth, fourth DUI um, was pulled over. There is a video out there. TMZ has it of him being pulled over by the cops. Uh, another DUI for him. Um, he just moved over to AEW. Working with his brother. He was supposed to be working. Tag team title matches I believe. It is it is now under suspension. By AEW. We talked about Sasha Banks and Naomi. Walking out of WWE. As the women's tag team champions. They didn't like the creative way that they're. That things were going for them or the women's tag division. They turned in their belts, walked out on Monday Night Raw. As of this podcast right now, uh, I believe Sasha Banks has been released by the WWE. Um, CM Punk, your AEW champion, is injured. And he is injured before possibly one of the biggest pay-per-views that AEW is going to put on and that is Forbidden Door which is AEW and New Japan working a pay-per-view together so you do not have the CM Punk, the world title holder against the title holder of New Japan or their best wrestler which is I forget his name, Kobayashi? Right. Um, so he is working John Moxley now. <clears throat> um, Vince McMahon. It has come out. This is alleged information. It has come out that he has paid hush money up to three million dollars to a woman who was an employee as a paralegal to the WWE. As paid up to $3 million hush money for an affair he was having with her. Apparently, John Laurinaitis has also been named as somebody who's paid hush money. There is an investigation, internal investigation going on at WWE, and for those who don't know, WWE is a publicly held company. You can buy stock in WWE. Vince McMahon is currently out Temporarily as the WWE CEO and Chairman of the Board. Stephanie McMahon has stepped in, his daughter has stepped in as the temporary CEO and Chairman of the Board. And now this comes just weeks before, weeks after she stepped away as a personal um, leave of absence so to speak from her what was her current role as the chief brand officer the world of professional wrestling is falling apart dustin what do we make of all of this going on <laughs>
2: It's, it's hard to say. I mean, it's with all this going on, it's almost like the rest of the world. We're falling apart. You know, everything's going haywire. But with that, I mean, Stephanie, what Stephanie leave was a setup for this, you know, like, Hey, I got to be out of this. Let's set up, get everybody in her places for her. So she can step up, you know, how long has this been going on? We don't know that we probably never will unless it all comes out, which some point one way or another, it will. Um, you know watch seeing all these injuries happen in in, uh aew and WWE. i mean you got cody rhodes out for at least nine months with his pack you know i mean there's gonna be some fans that get uh turned away from it i mean in my opinion and they're they're just not gonna come back i mean i i'll admit i watch some pay-per-views now but i don't watch the weekly shows like i used to um i watch highlights and stuff like watch brock lesnar come back and Challenge Roman Reigns because it was supposed to be Roman Reigns versus Randy Orton. At SummerSlam, that was all going to go down. But with Randy being hurt now, uh, now we get to see Brock Roman part 90. I mean, and Roman never defends a title. So, I mean, there, there's a lot going on. And I think, like, the whole Sasha thing, I think everything else going on is taking away the spotlight from her, what she was trying to do. And now she's released, so we got the sixty days for her, more than likely to show up at AEW in sixty days, I think, is the law or the rules. So I mean, good for I mean, good for her making a stand in that aspect. I mean, I you know, if if you have a stand in something, make it make it worth your while. I mean, she's a good performer, good person. Um, I don't think she's gonna suffer from this by any means. I mean, I think she's got a lot of fan support behind her. This Vince McMahon thing, I mean, not saying it's the death of WWE, but it could be. I mean, with more and more stuff of it comes out, some people may look at it differently than others.
1: Yeah, it's wild. Tony, what are you thinking about all this? You've been a lifelong uh, wrestling fan as well.
3: Yeah, I mean, the whole Vince thing is, you know, it's a little ridiculous. Yeah, you know, you got to step down, but he is still... Still part of the company. He is still behind the creative ideas, you know, and everything else that goes on with show So he's still in that role. I mean, yeah You would think that if you're doing something that bad, you need to step away from everything all together Get out of the spotlight because look it just comes out and then what's he do? He goes on Smackdown I didn't get to watch it, but right at the beginning of the show Vince McMahon's coming out to you know address everything
1: Which was it's horseshit. Like- he just came out and this is what he said I don't know if you saw the video on it. I did not watch SmackDown, but I did watch the video Um, of of Vince all he did is he came out and said welcome to Smackdown and he said those four words that you see um, at the beginning of the shows are all important to us right and it's then now forever and he says and together and he walks out that's all he said
3: wow okay then I'm glad I didn't watch that so, yeah, he's just trying to hide his face and say, you know, hey, we're still in this together, trying to make everybody feel good. But, yeah, he just – I mean, if he did it, yeah, he just needs to go away. Um, I don't know if Stephanie's going to do any better. Her and, you know, Triple H standing there side by side at the top. I mean, the company could just start to see the finally falling down. Because, you know, we've always talked about, you know, what happens when Vince's gone? Who's taking over and
1: where's it going? So – so here's the question on that. Let's focus on Vince for a moment. We'll get to the other parts, right, um, here in a minute. But let's focus on the Vince situation. Yes, Stephanie took a leave of absence. It was never very clear on why. She took a, uh, all the news that came out. There was never a clear reason as to why she took a leave of absence from her then position as chief brand officer. Okay. It's never clear. They have basically taken NXT and changed it completely and washed out all of Paul slash Triple H's work at NXT. Okay. Now Stephanie steps into this role. If shit should go down badly for Vince. And remember, I stressed, publicly held company. This is not a private company where you can wash something like this under the rug even after stuff comes out. And as a private company, they wouldn't have to disclose any findings. As a public company, they are going to have to answer to the um, shareholders. Shareholders. Okay. You have, to, you have to let them know what's going on. You have to have a finalization on this um, investigation. There's a third party they've hired to do it as well. Okay? Outside party. So has... But has the McMahon family in WWE known about this and gotten way ahead of it by... Moving Triple H first and then moving Stephanie, and now you're going to slide both of them in. You're going to have Stephanie as your uh, CEO/slash chief brand officer, and you're going to slide Triple H into the head of creative. Because if everybody remembers the gold, black and gold NXT, it was by far the best product WWE had put out in a long time and that was all Triple H is doing. So does Triple H fall into that head of creative and has WWE gotten ahead of themselves on this issue knowing what was going to come down?
2: I I think they have. I mean like you know you guys Tony brought up you know like when Vince is gone and I honestly in my honest opinion, I feel like if Vince is out of WWE, I think the product gets better. Because to me, Vince is stuck in the old ways. You know, I mean, we'll never get back to those glory days in the 90s when we had battle, or the Monday Night Wars. You know, all this stuff going on. I mean, Vince and Stone Cold, I mean, they made Raw for how long? I mean, it's like, oh, is when's, when's Vince getting stunned tonight? But, you know, is Triple H going to be able to do that, you know, with his health? you know, and all that and make, make enemies. No, but I think the product's going to get that much better. I love, I love everything that Vince did for NWWE. I mean, I think we've all enjoyed the shows that were put on, you know, in the nineties. I mean, even now, I mean, they're, they're there. It's just, it's so stale to us. We need a refresher. You know, we see it, we see it in NASCAR. We see it in NFL, any sport. When you start getting these new players or these new people, new commissioners, new stuff gets brought up, new stuff gets put in. And you know, that's how I look at AEW right now. It's fresh, it's new, it's um, new ideas. And I think that's what needs to happen in WWE to get them back to their style, which Stephanie and Triple H, I think they've been held back on what they can do. So who knows what could happen with when this. But was that
1: a purposefully done thing held back because they knew one day Vince is not gonna be there. But then with everything that is going on now, you start to think that they know about this well ahead of time and position themselves to continue forward. Tony, what do you think?
3: Yeah, I think it was well known. And that's why they started making all these moves. You know, people magically just, I'm stepping away, like Triple H retiring. Yes, he's been injured. But, you know, yeah, just I'm going to step away. And then Stephanie stepping away from her position and yeah then this comes out and everybody's going up the ladder and another question where's Linda been this whole time
1: I'm not even sure if they're married to be honest with you you, I'm not even sure if they're still married I've heard conflicting um, stories on that Uh, I know she was doing the political thing for a while I don't know if she still is doing the political thing Um, so I don't know. I don't believe she even sits on the board anymore. She may. I don't. I don't really know.
2: Yeah, I don't know either.
1: Um,
2: but it, it, it
1: it's very interesting, and I do think I do. they got ahead of it. But here's the bigger question. Okay, you have AEW, sure, right? Um, and Tony Khan, and you have, you know, Impact Wrestling. You've got NWA, and you can you can get these things through different sources. Um, and then you have some indies. You got uh, Tony Khan now as Ring of Honor. But let's face the facts here. Vince McMahon is the face of professional wrestling. Yeah. So what yeah. does this do to the professional wrestling industry and people's views expect I mean you got a lot of haters out there to begin with but what does this do to the professional wrestling industry that this is going on with him
2: I mean in my eyes with it I mean it's more of a I don't think it'll hurt the wrestling industry as what some people might think just because you know he's you know, he's the face of WWE and you know, he's kind of, no, it's how everybody knows Vince is WWE, but he's also- I mean, professional wrestling,
1: professional wrestling is what it is today on a global spectrum because of Vince.
2: But I don't think it's gonna, I don't think that's what's gonna bother, (coughs) I don't think it's gonna hurt everybody's opinions on wrestling as a organization. You all might look at him as a different person, like, hey, why did you do this? And that's why it might be harder for Stephanie to maybe gain the trust of them people more you know in the future like okay your dad is like this what do you like you know i mean i think we've all known way vince has been over the years i mean we've all loved him and all that but he's showing different signs of different things over the years i mean in my opinion from what i remember watching as a kid i'd look at it differently now if i watched it now
3: tony what do you think I don't think it's going to impact like the total whole wrestling. I mean, yeah, it's going to affect more WWE. You're just going to have some of the fan bases jumping off chip, going more towards your AEW, more towards your indies, and yeah. So,
1: so, I mean, so I'm... Here, here, here's my thoughts, right? Because you had the dark side of the rings that came out, or uh, it still come out, right? But you got some yeah. bad ones. The whole plane ride from hell pretty much destroyed Ric Flair and showed a side of... Ric Flair and the wrestling world a different side of these people. Okay. Now mm-hmm. you've got, you, you had WWE, um, when they let go, Mickie James sent her stuff to her in a garbage bag. Right. You've got the Sasha Banks ordeal. Um, MJF in, in AEW. If this is not a work, and he's walking out all this bad stuff and then you have the guy that everybody looks at and says you've created this world this form of entertainment is now the one under investigation for you know some some bad doings and we don't know if this m- hush money that was paid was his personal money or did he use pu- pu- you know company funds because now we've got a different thing. And then you have his head of talent relations, John Laurinaitis, also named in this stuff. So when I see all of this, and I know that the plane ride from hell, um, Dark Side of the Ring, when that came out, that turned a lot of people off to professional wrestling, especially the haters. The haters are gonna get more steam, right? And now they've got the man.
2: They got some more ammunition to throw. (laughs) Uh,
1: So it's just a bad ordeal, I think. It's gonna be a black eye on the industry for a while. Um, You might see other things start to flourish as people start to walk away from this. Because people are gonna say, WWE, you're trying to be a family-friendly entertainment. You're a publicly-held company. You have gone family friendly to the PG era instead and away from, you know, the attitude era. Um, You're almost back to the 80s with the characters. I mean, it's getting bad. Yeah. Honest with you. Um, But they're supposed to be family friendly. Now you you come out with something like this. You're paying hush money to somebody for having an affair with them. I I mean, it's got to hurt their product at least. And I think, I think that flows over to the other products that are big and people start looking to the indie shows and the smaller guy, the smaller unknown wrestlers and your local, local territory wrestlers and stuff like that to enjoy this form of entertainment. Tony, what are you thinking?
3: Yeah, I think that's true. You know, it's just, like you said, family show and this comes out and... Yeah, I mean, you have a lot of people that are going to watch it even with their kids, and yes, something like this, they're going to be like, yep, I'm going to not, you know, support this organization anymore, and go find something else, you know, wrestling's a sport, people are going to watch wrestling no matter where it is, it doesn't have to be the top shows, like WWE, AEW, you just love the indies, I mean, you'll see a lot of indies that people will go, and that house will be packed, I mean, it might be a small arena, you no, know, little firehouse gym or whatever, but that place is usually packed with people supporting at least the sport, so and to be entertained.
1: Exactly right, and and in this cancel culture that we're in, like there's going to be the loud minority coming out against WWE and Vince, right? Yeah. So, Dustin, what do you what do you what do you think is going to ultimately you know end up or how is a or WWE going to ultimately be affected here?
2: I stepped outside for a minute. It's a little windy, so I'll, I'll answer that when I get back in.
1: Okay, he is on hiatus, kind of like, mm-hmm. um, kind of like our cowboy, Mr. Moo, um, is on hiatus today. But um, yeah, Tony, so,
3: I, let's talk about Hardy. Here. Go ahead. What? Let's talk about Hardy for a second. I want to talk about that. I've, okay. I've seen stuff. We we'll talk about, you know. Hardy, you know, it was a DUI, you know, he was on medication because he said even in the video that, you know, hey, he was going to go see his doctor about his neck and his head in a couple days. You know, what do you all think about because it's Jeff Hardy. So when he goes out there, you want to see him jumping off top, going through tables and everything. But all the years of this has is what's leading up to all this stuff that's going on, you know. So if he does come back, should they, you know, lean away from him doing all the dangerous stuff and this wrestle or...
1: What? You know, here's the thing with Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy and Edge, Christian, uh, the guys that did that stuff and made their kind of name doing that kind of thing. Um, they've made their name, right? They get the pop regardless of what they're doing. All they have to mm-hmm. do is their music has to hit and they walk out the curtain. They're going to get the pop. Yep. They do not have to continue this Kind of entertainment. Most of them are talented enough to put on a wrestling match. And it doesn't have to be a dangerous wrestling match. And some of your best wrestling matches are not the ones that have this stuff. Look at the stuff CM Punk does. Look at the stuff Brian Danielson does. Okay? None of it is this, you know, uh, extreme, going through tables, jumping off ladders. I mean, CM Punk is probably the best ring general at this point in time, and can put on a match without all the clown act. Sure, it's fun to see, and sure we're like, oh, people are fucking up themselves doing it. We all like to see a car crash, right? People watch NASCAR because they want to see cars wrecking. Right. But you can also be entertained without that. Like, so, some of these, gr- the greatest matches of all times do not involve ladders and and chairs and tables. Now, some of them do. You know, everybody's gonna remember Mick Foley going off the cage. Or off the yep. Hell in the Cell, right? Off the cell, yeah. Um, everybody's gonna remember Sean and Razor. First ladder match, right? Everybody's going to remember that stuff. But that, if you look at the first ladder match between Shawn and Razor, still a wrestling match. Right. Right? Yes, they used the ladder. Yes, they used it in certain spots. But it wasn't all about that. We didn't have to have 20 high spots in, in a... In a in a match, right, and that's what they're all doing now. They're all doing just high spots. It's all a high spot match, right? And I hate to say it when when Jim Cornette bitches about it, but it's true. When you got a guy who just took the fucking Cutter Cody Cutter off a fucking ladder and gets up in ten seconds. Yep. You're not yep. selling, right? No. So where, when we have all of this all the time, don't you get burnt out by it? So why does Jeff Hardy have to continue to do that?
2: In, in, in my eyes with the Jeff Hardy thing, I mean, that's what he made his name for. And that's what people expect from him. And as he gets older, which he's older now, you know, if he goes, when he goes away from it, I, I feel people aren't going to look at him the same way. <laughs> I mean, in my eyes, that's how I look at it. You made a name for yourself being these extreme guys. I mean, remember him doing the Swanton off of the Titantron. You know, those are the memories you have of Jeff Hardy. So, when you, you know, maybe it's a Jeff Hardy thing where he doesn't want to do that either. And he doesn't want to tarnish his name from what he used to him. But he doesn't want to leave the sport yet.
1: You know, I, and and there's so many talented guys that could put on a match without that. I don't know if Jeff Hardy right. is one of them.
2: He is Andrew. one of them. He could put on a match like crazy without having all that high-flying stuff. He's, a, he's an awesome performer.
1: I mean, he could still do turnbuckle jumps and stuff of that sort, but does he have to go through tables? Does he have to fly from 50 feet above the ring? Does he have, like...
2: Do a spear off the ladder on Edge like he did in that match. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, does, does he I'm have a... to? No, I don't think he does, but in his mind... You know, a lot of people feel that's the way Jeff Hardy was and is. You know, so once he starts doing these low, they're staying on the ground and, you know, not taking the high risk, whatever you want to call it, people might look at him differently and his career might get tarnished. In my eyes, it wouldn't, but I could see people thinking that.
1: But I can tell you, I, th- I think most people at this point with Jeff Hardy, after yet another DUI, okay, would much rather see a healthy, sober yep. Jeff Hardy Then see him jumping off the ladders going out drinking driving and killing somebody
2: 110% great. I agree with that. I Mean so, it's I Mean it kind of goes back to the NFL You know you go into the NFL with all this, you know look at the concussion stuff That all came out over the years and now they got concussion mm-hmm. protocols and all that you know, protecting your investments, is how I guess I should say, would be the way to do it. You know, I mean, it's awesome to see these awesome acts, but we're not at one little, I mean, when you start looking at some of these moves that, you know, Jeff Hardy has done over the years or any of these high flyers, you know, I look at him falling off Titan John, one microsecond of a twist or centimeter of a twist, you know, like Shane jumping off the top of a cell (laughs) on his own. Yeah. I don't know, and me personally, I don't think I could have got, even if it was part of the script, I don't think I could have ever dropped off that cell. <laughs> and, and,
1: you know, and, and so you talk about that, right? And then you watch AEW, and AEW always has to have, and, and they're making us numb to it, and I think that's why um, I'm sure. becoming against it now, because they always have to have a match where somebody's going through a table, somebody's jumping off a ladder, somebody's doing something. They... Like, it used, this used to be specialty shit, right? Yep. You would only see it, this is where you would see it. You would see it in a lead-up, in the pay-per-view, after a pay-per-view, right after a pay-per-view, the first show, before the build to
2: TLC. TLC, yep. yep. That's the truth, I, yeah.
1: You would never see it before that. Could we, we used use your random matches? But could we see could we do more of it? Sure. Did we always expect the Dudleys to get the tables? Yes. Yeah. But we didn't expect the Dudleys to get the tables every single night. Every single week.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, this uh, was he, ECW, right? But yep. ECW was something completely different.
2: Completely different.
1: And really introduced us all to this hardcore style wrestling but when you see it all the time now it gets old and then you start to see all the injuries we have in professional wrestling now Mm -hmm. is that not what's contributing to all the injuries
2: Yeah. yeah exactly yep it is you know and then we wonder why we get in this still time of the year you know and you know, we always look at, you know, you get right after SummerSlam or right before SummerSlam <coughs> or after WrestleMania to SummerSlam, SummerSlam to Royal Rumble. That little mix in there, that little timeline, that's when you see a lot of the top names take their breaks. Yeah. Just because they got to let their – and it's those high flyers, those people that are taking the beating. You know, every wrestler takes a bump all the time. I mean, that's why they got receipts. I mean, that's why, you know, you hear some of these older wrestlers talk about, well, I gave – this guy received because he did me wrong for this move so i'm gonna make him wrong but that's a receipt i'm receiving you know giving it back but um it comes down to the point where would i rather see jeff hardy be healthy yeah or you know like i look at some of the younger guys do i want to see these guys on a weekly basis yeah do i want to see them like come around our area like the little area i live in there's really no raw and smackdown it's just a live show Do I want to see them come to a live show so I can see a wrestler perform or watch my niece and nephews that love wrestling want to be able to see that person? Yeah. You know, but if they keep taking bumps on the bigger shows, the pay-per-views or raw and SmackDown or dynamite or all the other shows. AEW has, you will never see them on these week on these non-televised shows. Right. Man, it's not as exciting at those non-televised shows, but because if they have a title up for grabs, you know, it's not going to change hands. I mean, they have, but they have, but very rarely, you know, (laughs) but injuries can happen and then they got to rewrite it. I mean, you know, you look at in the ring, you know, refs got earpieces because uh, it might get rewritten. like, Hey, this guy's hurt. We got to do this. And they get told, you know, you know, I think back in the day before like high def came out and bigger televisions came out for your house. I think a lot of people were on the fence was wrestling fake or real, but now you see it on your big screens at home. You can surely tell it's fake, and how they talk to each other. I'll never forget when WWE went to the high def, the 1080. They brought out their new screen, stage and all that, and you could actually hear, if you had a decent surround sound, you could actually hear the wrestlers talking back and forth. Yes. A lot of people didn't realize that's what happened in a ring, you know? Me, as a kid, I didn't care. I was like, you know, stun McMahon, you know? Go McFully off (laughs) off the, the cage or the cell. I mean... You know, watch Foley pulling his hair out, you know, doing all that stuff. It's like, hey, this is real. You know, you're a kid. You're in Trent. You know, you get older and you go to a real show. And it's like in person, it's like, wow, this is nuts. So
1: so with all the, the high spots that they're doing now, let me ask this question. Tony, I'm going to ask you first. Who do you believe is the best performer ever in the WWE?
3: Best performer? Oh, man. Tough one.
2: While
1: you're oh, thinking, no. I'll
2: ask Dustin. All right. I mean, going back in the day, you know, in my eyes, a performer-wise, like person-wise, performer-wise, I'd have to say Hulk, Hulk Hogan, just because. Okay. Performer. He was always the there. there. Yeah. yeah, he put on a show. He was always out there. You know, when he went bad, it was fun. I wish they would do that with more people. But he always. He always made the crowd feel good. He performed for the crowd. He wasn't there for himself, per se, back then. You know, okay. he performed for the crowd and put on a good show.
1: Okay. Tony, you, get, you come up
3: with somebody yet? All right, yeah. I'm, so, if we're talking, like, performer, you know, all, let's say, all-around performer. I would have probably have to say taker. Because, I mean, just right. uh, from the beginning when he comes out, just, you know, everything back in the day when he would lead up to it, all his, you know, his promos, everything – He's just always entertained. I mean, okay. he doesn't do high flying. He doesn't do a lot of stuff. So, yeah.
1: Okay. So, your two, both of you guys have great examples of what I'm going to go into here. My top performer is going to be Shawn Michaels. Yep. Okay. No, that's great I
2: agree with that, too. I mean...
1: Now, I'm going to ask this question. Shawn had the ladder match with Razor, yes. But when did any of these three guys put on anything other than a wrestling match that was safe for everybody and not, you know, having to have these high spot table things and, you know, all, you know, they put, they sold moves.
2: They, you know. They acted it out well. This this is
1: what I'm talking about. Everything now is just a high spot match. Instead of telling a story through the match, and that's why I keep saying is we can put on a show, and I guarantee you that from the opening of the show to the close of the show, without any backstory whatsoever no backstory nobody knows nothing i can tell a story from the opening of the show to the close of the show without having high spot wrestling
2: yeah you don't need it you don't you know but times we live in now i mean you brought in nascar everybody goes to a race to see a wreck but do i want to see two bodies crippled on the floor no but you
1: can do that You can can. tell a story and have it look like a fight without putting somebody through a table every other match.
2: Well, and the thing is with that, too, you know, have they ran out of ideas for it and they don't want to rebrand everything? You know, I mean, Cody Rhodes. You don't have the story anymore.
1: Cody Rhodes wanted to take, you know, he wanted people to cheer him and, and, and praise him for going through a flaming table on free TV. On free TV. Not on a freaking pay-per-view. On free TV. And I'm sorry. That match was, first of all, horrible. And Cody's a performer. Okay? That match was horrible. You could see the fire gel on his back. it looked like he was had a bad sunburn and his his skin was peeling.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: yeah right like, why do they need to go through a flaming table just so he could tell people, "Love me because I went through a fl- flaming table because he thinks that's what people want to see
0: Yeah
2: <laughs> there's no way around it. I mean, you got to meet. To me, the people that want to see that are the ones that show up here or there when they hear it and say, hey, they're going to have a table match. They're going to watch that. And you got your diehard fans, say us three here. We just want to see good matches. We want to go back in the day when they told the story through the match or through a rivalry. Like when you ended a pay-per-view that next night on Raw or Monday Night Nitro, it started the next storyline. Or that story continued if it didn't end at that pay-per-view.
1: That's because pay-per-views were generally the
2: end, the end of, of the, a story. Feud, right? yeah. the our, end of a feud. Right? It was the end of a feud. Or a beginning. Or the middle of it, you know. It could yeah, so they you could repeat battle.
1: it. But you usually have And when you get to something like you have to put somebody through a table or a last man standing match or a Texas death match or a cage match or a Hell in a Cell. It's because you cannot end
2: this feud
1: Any other
2: way than to do this? It's the truth. I mean, that's how they ended their storylines. And then, you know, I remember watching it as a kid. We watch on pay-per-views and all that, and it'd be like, "Oh, this storyline ends. Where are these two going next?" Right. You know, it. Back then, we didn't have social media and all that, but we had. You know, your mind would work. You know, it'd be like you go on WWE.com and try to figure out what's the teasers for tonight. were if they wanted to give out anything, you know, they had their top five or sneak peeks or whatever. But you just didn't know who, who any of these guys were gonna go wrestle next or mm-hmm. get in a feud with next. It was amazing. Now you have all these spoilers coming out every day. But that's what I'm saying. If you have
1: these right high spot matches, Texas Death Matches for no reason, and. The- uh, they don't. Make, they're you know, not special anymore. Table, Matt. Guys going through tables for no reason. That's supposed to end a feud. It is. It's what these things were derived for. Yep. So that's why I'm saying. Between everything that's going on now, Sasha Banks and Naomi dropping their stuff and leaving, you know, all the injuries that are going on the the. the the stuff with Vince McMahon, there is just the state of pro wrestling right now on a national level is in trouble. Yes. But I got a good piece of news that well I haven't mentioned yet. And it is out of the national stage of pro wrestling. Paige has left WWE. Now, everybody knows she entered WWE at the age of 19. There's been a movie made about her. Great worker. Got injured very young. Ended her in-ring career. However, she has come out and said, I'm now not done in the ring.
2: Yep. And
1: as a top female performer, and one that started, really, was... The one that started this women's revolution really because if you look yeah. back at the initial part of her career when she was on NXT she won the NXT belt on Monday night or on a WWE program I'm not going to say Monday night because I can't remember but it wasn't on an NXT program it was on a WWE program she won the NXT title if I'm wrong somebody let me know but I'm 99% sure I'm correct about Then she started this revolution where women's wrestling mattered. How excited are you guys to see Paige possibly back in the ring? And maybe now, looking at at the recent news, in a feud in AEW with Sasha with Sasha Banks,
2: I think it'd be amazing. I, (laughs) I I enjoyed Paige when she came in. I mean. I remember when AJ Lee's like, oh, there's nobody can beat me, and she shows up on Raw, goes down and beats her, and act all surprised, and all that. Maybe, Maybe that's that. what it was. Did she win the, was it Monday Night she Raw against her AJ that her first night like, showing up? Yeah. Yeah. Her, she won the Divas okay. title against AJ uh, the Monday night after Wrestlemania, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it was after Wrestlemania, you know, because AJ was saying that, oh, no one can beat me, I've run through everybody, and, you know, me as a fan, I'm saying, you're like, well, who would be coming back or who's going to debut, you know, you get your mind going and then Mm -hmm. you hear Paige. It's like, okay, it makes sense. I mean, he brought up her movie. I mean, the story of that, I mean, of her life with that movie was phenomenal. I mean, she's a phenomenal actress performer or we want to put it how she is, you know, superstar, you know, it was sad that her career got taken short. I mean, you look at Daniel Bryan was the same way and now all of a sudden he could wrestle again tried WWE again, and it wasn't for him. She tried to come back, and it wasn't for her. Maybe it wasn't for her. So maybe she finished out her contract. Now she's going to go venture out. And I'm hoping she goes to AEW and performs well. And with the Sasha Banks going there, maybe they come there together. And who knows what happens. The that book is would... wide open. <laughs>
1: it's the blank Absolutely. Slate. I mean, it, you know, and you need superstars like this. But the superstars that, are, that we're looking at are injured. You need these type of people to come on and put on what we call a wrestling match. Yep. I personally am excited as hell because I remember when I first saw her wrestle, I said, "This girl can go." Yeah. And it wasn't it wasn't high spot wrestling. And when you start t- thinking about that, you know, we had this whole discussion about high spot wrestling. High spot wrestling started with everybody having to dive through the ropes or dive over the ropes. Every fucking match you watch now yeah. has somebody diving through the ropes or yeah. over the ropes. Why the. And you see the other guys catching them. Yep. That's the dumbest fucking move I've
2: seen in wrestling. Mm-hmm. It was cool when it started, but now it's gotten still over time. You know, that's why I think some of these wrestlers that come out with something new. Mm-hmm. That's why they're getting named. You know, that's why us fans are naming them. Like, hey, remember when this guy did this, and now everybody's doing it? <laughs> you know, I mean. Tony, what do you think? Like, are you excited about Paige? Oh, well, yeah,
3: everybody's excited about Paige. You can't be ex- not excited about Paige coming back. It's been many years since that injury's happened. I mean, yeah, she, you know, did the whole a general manager thing for a while, and now she's just. Out of the spotlight, behind the scenes, and yeah, I mean, just like everybody else we've talked about that had the injury, said they would never wrestle again, came back, so yeah, I mean, it's great. If she leaves and goes to AEW, and you know, Sasha Banks is there, and that rivalry starts, then that's going to be huge.
1: It'd be, it'd be huge. You know, could you could you just imagine Paige coming out on AEW television saying, I started the women's revolution in wrestling, and while she's out there cutting that promo, Sasha Banks shows up saying, But I am women's yeah.
2: wrestling, yeah. It'd be cool, it'd be a, yeah. fans will go crazy. I
1: but mean, that storyline that is what and that is what they can tell. They can tell a story through this because it is a story, right. Paige started women's wrestling, and Sasha Banks is probably one of the top performers right now in women's wrestling. Yep. But would she be where she is or have the opportunity that she has if it wasn't for Paige?
0: Nope.
3: No, because she was there with Paige when, you know, the injury happened. So, yeah. You know, yeah. Paige is paving your way to get there, and the injury happened between them too. So,
2: absolutely. I mean, look at all them girl. Look at like when Bailey and Sasha and Charlotte all got brought up. It was all for that feud with Paige, yeah. and the and the Bellas. If I remember yeah. right, wasn't there four and four, or did they do a Survivor Series match over it or something? I don't remember how they did it, but it's, I remember Stephanie being out there announcing Charlotte and... Wouldn't that be some that. shit? Wouldn't that
1: be some shit if there's already talks of Charlotte walking because
2: her husband's over at AEW. Yep. Okay. So what if... See the if, whole women's revolution of WWE what going to if, AEW? What if...
1: Paige is out there cutting the promo that she started the women's revolution. Sasha Banks comes out and says, well, she is now the top... Re- Wrestler in women's wrestling, and behind her come the Bella Twins, who are no not under contract by anybody right now. No. Yep. But they were—they're yeah, getting themselves—they're getting themselves out in front of everybody again. They were the yeah. uh, grand marshals at the NASCAR last NASCAR race. Uh, so here we go. You got Brian Danielson, the husband of—is uh, it? He's with uh, Bree. Bree,
2: Bree. Yep. Yeah. Bree mode. Uh,
1: so, what if that would be some shit? And then you've got the existing ones. Tony Storm then comes out, who is also WWE. Yep. Yeah. Then Thunder Rosa, the AEW Women's Champion comes out and says, it doesn't matter
2: about all y'all because I'm the fucking champ. So with that, so say this this happens. Say you get, you know, a whole wrestling or the women's revolution there. Who's the first one that gets a title shot? If you could choose and just make a storyline out of it, who would get the first title (coughs) shot?
1: I think what you would have to do is have a four, it would have to be a four-way Between Thunder Rosa, Paige, Sasha Banks, and Charlotte Flair.
2: And if somehow
1: Bailey could get out of her fucking contract now, too,
2: (laughs) you could have a fatal eight way. (laughs) Our Elite Eight. Uh, No, I think it'd be amazing. I mean, I mean, I mean, Women's wrestling has gone so far. I mean, I think we've all can, you know, say that from what we used to watch back in the day. I mean, how many times do we see Lita and, you know, the same girls fight over and over again or wrestle, you know, shouldn't say fight, you know, to what it's become. I mean, I mean, there's a reason
1: they've been main events because right. the guys can't keep up.
2: They can't. They, yeah. they're, they're trailblazing the whole sector of wrestling. I mean, they're doing amazing work. It's almost like we're starting back over but women are doing it, you know, like the men are like, what do we do now? We got to try to get on top. I mean, if you look at, what was it, Sasha and Charlotte being in the hell in the cell, the first woman's hell in the cell match. Mm-hmm. Is that yep. right?
0: Yep.
2: You know, I mean, they had, I mean, they, they did a lot. I mean, Charlotte and Sasha together. I mean, they were the first of a for a lot of things. I mean, then made eventing WrestleMania with that triple threat match. Wasn't it years, uh, a few years back. Yep. I mean, amazing work is what they're doing. I mean, it's not gimmick anymore. I mean, they're not a gimmick match. They're not the match to go get It's your not brawl and panties anymore. No, it's no. not gimmicks anymore. It's not. No the more brawl and panty match.
1: matches. Although I, you know, if they want to go to the extreme, like all the guys have gone to the extreme in AEW now, it all has to be, you know, high spot matches. Women can go back to brawl and panty matches. I'm okay.
2: Well, I think we all would, and hear hear King say, puppies, puppies. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, go back to those days, yeah, but that would be a gimmick match. I mean, mm. like, you know, you always knew around Christmas time, you'd have a, uh, Santa's Little Helper match, and they'd all come out dressed in their slutty Santa outfits. That's which, right. did I care? No, but that's not what women wrestling is anymore. Or
1: come I mean, out they, in their they're, underwear they're and have a... Have a fucking pillow yeah. fight.
2: <laughs> they're actually superstars now, and to me, they're more entertaining to watch. Not because they're female, but they're new. They're different move move sets and all that. And you know, maybe women work better than better work together better than men. I mean, I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's been fun. And so, the state of wrestling is up in the air. I think we may have may have some news here in the coming weeks about. A back talk event. Still would love to put it on. Still want to know if you guys think we should do it. Got a couple of people saying we should. Um, you fun. want? Do you want to see us kick the shadow out of cock here?
2: We'll do it. Um, Four on one handicap match. Right. He better start making his cabinet because it could be us against the cabinet. It, it very well <laughs> could be. Uh, Although, he, again, he may be impeached. He may be impeached yet. Um, we'll see what he does this week after hearing what we're saying. we definitely if want to hear happens, from?
3: Go ahead. If, if, if this happens, I call the people's elbow.
1: <laughs> so let us know what you guys think about all the stuff we talked about. We, had, we covered a lot of shit today, right? Um, Strippers and OnlyFans. We need to know about this OnlyFans stuff. Let us know about OnlyFans. Um and strippers and OnlyFans versus Free Porn. All this wrestling talk. We had a ton of wrestling talk. Let us know what you think about that. Tony, how are they gonna do that? I think they can email us at backtalkus at
3: gmail.com.
1: You can also email us at Backtalkbacctalkus at gmail at gmail.com and let us know if we should impeach President Cockhair. Yes, because I'm I'm on I'm on the vote right now to impeach President Cockhair. We'll see what comes up in the in the following week here, but uh, might have to might have to tell President Cockhair he's no longer president. He's just a cockhair. Um, Again, we're missing, we're missing missing, Mr. Moo today. He's out milking himself
2: at the Chick-fil-A. Um, oh, I hope you don't that have a hanging out. <laughs> he's probably practicing signing his own tits. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Reach out to us. Let us know. Uh, we want to hear from you guys. Got
1: to hear from you guys. That's what makes this show wonderful. Right? We got a stripper upcoming. How about that? Garlet. Hell yeah, we're gonna have a stripper on here. You're not gonna to wanna to miss that episode. I guarantee fucking it. Um we'll have to figure that one out, but to guarantee fucking tea, you don't wanna miss the stripper episode. Share this with your friends. Let them know. Check out Back Talk on all anywhere you get your, your podcast, also on YouTube at Sports. Um
2: Dustin. Last words, buddy. No, I hope everyone had a good Father's Day Well, this past weekend. Um, uh, let us know what's going on out in your world. We want to learn more about you guys as well. You guys are learning about us. Let's have some fun. Um, just stay safe. I mean, and be, be friendly to each other. I guess there's really not much else to say other than that.
3: Tony. All right, so we're sitting here talking about you all out there listening to us. So I want to know something. I want to know how far we're reaching. I want to know what state you're in. I want to see how far we are spreading across the country. So just send us an email. Say, hey, I'm from this state. You know, comment, ask a question, do something. You know, we want to hear from you guys. So that's how I want to hear from you guys. I want to know where everybody's at. So reach out at backtalkus at gmail.com and let us know.
1: Good deal. That's hey, all I've and, got. Great idea. Yeah, it's a great idea. If he would just fucking ask me, I'd tell him.
2: We get all the stats. He'd tell you what well, we You didn't need to from. say that. We want to hear from the, We want to get emails and have some fun with us. Being like, oh, I'm from Texas. Oh, I've been there. <laughs>
1: yeah. That um, was yeah, that's cool. street. Yeah, yeah, let's know. Let's <laughs> know where you're from. Um, we encourage everybody, share this on your social media, right? Share, yeah. back talk on your social media. Let your friends know that you listen to this. You enjoy listening to this. It's fun. You could be a lot fucking better than President Cockhair if you do.
2: So, you know. I think Scarlett's, We'll make a nicer name for you. <laughs>
1: <coughs> yeah. Yeah. If you share it, we decide to you know, impeach President Cockhair, and you become the president, we'll get a better name than President Cockhair for you. I promise. So President Cockhair Know you're listening. Good job to do. Better fucking impress me this week. Well, let's see, because you burned me once. Shame on me. Burn me twice. You're fucking out of here. And so are we, guys. Everybody, have a great week. Thanks for joining us. And tits up.